What's up, guys? Thanks and welcome back to the podcast. You might hear a little double music there. Okay. Trying to make sure it's not too loud. Because, like, on the, on the playback, it can be kind of. Okay, well, I'm gonna hope for the best. <laughs> Guys, OMG. It's been a minute. I hope I'm broadcasting on the right channel. <laughs> Shout out to Consumer Arena. Yeah. It's been a year. I should play like claps for that. You know what? I'm going to be doing too much. I- I'm going to be doing too much, and I don't want to F up the stream. Yeah. You know, most people, uh, you know, if their channel is got a couple videos that are going viral they would go live on that channel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hello once again uh so smart to the point i'm stupid a stupid you know but i mean you know i wouldn't say that you know i i wouldn't necessarily say that um, stupid you know what i mean i just say um i learn differently <laughs> mm, i do and um so today's Reddit Rewind radio episode is about creepy psychological tricks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And um, I found this. Well, I didn't read it. I usually don't. I read a little bit of the uh, form before I present it, but most I don't. I don't read like much at all. I just read enough to say, hey, this could be interesting. I want to talk about a very creepy psychological trick? The nineteen. Uh-huh, uh-huh, hello. It has completely jacked up my allergies for life, I feel like. Um, it's relocated them. Uh, they're no longer in my nasal canal. Uh, the boogie, sorry, gross alert. Um, they're in my face, and I can feel them. In my face, I can literally put pressure on my hate. And that's also a, a gross trick you can try uh, when trying to relieve yourselves of the mucus. Because um, my allergies are the 19. Uh, you want to position a finger to anchor your face and the cheek that's alongside that nasal canal i'm telling you that's going to change your life uh-huh now don't blow too hard you're just going to anchor it's, it's more so pressing putting the pressure on those areas and then slightly blowing and then bam you'd be surprised um yeah it's a creepy psychological trick because um like i said it totally jacked up my allergies and since then i uh, i'll stop blowing my nose on july the 25th and i'm not done until august the 3rd Okay, yeah, what's today? Absolutely, absolutely correct the mundo. Okay, been blowing my nose for eight days or something like that. Um, it's it's a lot. Okay, it's a lot. <sighs> and shout out to Consumer Life. We are gonna, as promised, I am going to start the um, Estudiante de Español Escuela. Did I say that? Probably not. All right, um, let me see. 
the Escuela de Escuela de Español. Okay, we're gonna start that over there. Or I'm just gonna be sharing the uh, Spanish lessons that I learned. Should be fun. Oh, memento, because I think I gotta blow my nose. And that's the thing. I shouldn't do it. I should like wait. But it's like as soon as I feel something. Wait a minute. hope you guys didn't hear that. Man, it was a good one though. Got a lot out of there. <laughs> Excuse me. And what? And then, and then it goes in my throat too. You know what I mean? It's really gross. Um. So that's what the thing is. If um, whenever some of you kids get over to this one and you realize that I that I I did that one, um, that one live over there in Consumer Arena, and I'm kind of like clearing my throat and stuff. It's not a cold, bro. It's uh, it's allergies. It's allergies, bro. It's the worst thing in the world. Shout out to Paraguay. Mm. Because I need Paraguay to survive. Okay, I'm going to check the audio because, you know, I don't have anybody in the life. This is a really, really new channel. Uh, I suspect in a year it'll be doing good. Um, probably not like consumer already because I put all of my energy in that. That's my baby. I told you guys. How would you feel about your baby? I think that's I think that's cool. I think that's cool. I really, really want um, the music to be heard. So that's the thing. OMG, does StreamYard automatically like do that? I should see. I don't know because I felt like when I added myself, it did turn the music down. In which case, I don't want the music to be down down. Okay. I'm not gonna focus on that because that's just the craziness of my brain and that's how things go awry. So let's get on with the shit. Yeah, because we ain't got all day. Actually, hey Siri. Hey Siri. Oh, yes. Turn this phone. Hey Siri. Start a timer for 50 minutes. 50 minutes? Starting now. Asshole. What a creep. I, I can't stand Siri. I'm actually about to do another call center wars. I'm working on Actually, I already started it. And um, call center wars over there in Consumer Arena. And it's going to be featuring Siri's ass. Okay. All right. Can you tell me a creepy psychological trick? Sure. Sure, I can. I'm going to tell for a favor. Gonna go something like this. When you are talking to someone, suddenly look behind him. He will immediately turn and look behind himself to see what it was that made you look. If you do this three to four times, he will be thoroughly creeped out. It actually says thoroughly, but they meant thoroughly. Thoroughly creeped out. And will actually change his position so he can himself command the view of what's behind him. It works even better in a situation where there's a view behind. This trick is truly creepy. Because in the right kind of ambiance, the person feels there's someone he cannot see. And quickly freaks out. Awesome. Number two. When you are talking to someone, look at your watch with sudden movement. The person you are talking to will feel very uncomfortable that he is encroaching. I'm sorry. <laughs> the person you are talking to will feel very uncomfortable that he is encroaching on your time and will try to leave you. He may even ask you if you are in a hurry. Somehow, 
looking for time on your mobile phone does not produce the same results, though looking at a wall clock does. <laughs> okay, so that's because it is the specific injection of time is being of the essence and time on your hands is just time because like mobile phones can be like other notification. Okay, I get that. That's all right. Pay attention, guys. We're going to try this shit. All right. When, number three, when you're talking to someone, abruptly shush him in the middle and try to act as if you're trying to listen to something faint that he couldn't hear. You might add some special effects like, hey, did you hear that? Very creepy. Do it a couple of times and he will turn very uncomfortable. Well, that's kind of just lying. When you are talking to someone, if you lower your volume or whisper, oh, the number four. When you're talking to someone, if you lower your volume or whisper the person, they meant to say whisper to the person. Come on, writers. Whisper to the person. Whisper. I'm sorry. That was me. That's that's me being overkill as a writer. Okay. Let's just start over. <laughs> Numero cuatro. When you're talking to someone, if you lower your volume or whisper, the person will automatically lower his own volume to suit your pitch or whisper back. Even if he doesn't know why you suddenly whispered. It works best in arguments, situations, explanations, lecture, or controlling others when somebody is getting louder than you. Louder than you like. You lower your volume and he has to climb down. Okay, so I've got to read it again without the accent because then when I'm reading with the accent, I'm only focusing on the accent. I'm not focused on what I'm reading. And uh, I want to learn the trick. Okay. When you're talking to someone, if you lower your volume or whisper, the person will automatically lower his or his own volume to suit your pitch or whisper back. Even if he doesn't know why you suddenly whispered. It works best in arguments, situations, explanations, lecture or controlling others when somebody is getting louder than you like you lower your volume and he has to climb down Ooh, i love it and then it has a further explanation to it let's just go for this one i was the accent i am listening but it's extra many people believe that speaking louder gives them more authority authority this is not always true in any argumentative or any other situation where we want to control the reins in our hands lowering volume always helps we automatically gain authority and control over the person or persons who are speaking loudly largely also because the loud person knows only being loud and gets terribly confused when he has to lower his volume he uses the loud volume as his strength this kind of disarms him, and that's where you gain grounds. Oh, that was actually good. Hmm. Okay, now we've gone to a number one again. How? When we were on number four? <laughs> in any event, when you are in a room with one four with one or more persons, busy in conversations or in silence. Tap two to three times a tabletop, your laptop, a book, or any surface with your knuckles like you're knocking. No matter what everyone is doing, even when they are 200% convinced there's no visitor at the door, they will jerk themselves in the direction of the sound to see what it is. Human mind is tuned to the idea of linking knocking as an action that demands immediate response from them, such as opening the door when a visitor knocks. This trick is fun to creep out friends and distract them. Very, very annoying in general settings. 
It keeps throwing people off their focus and concentration. Oh, that is awesome, you guys. You guys are amazing for that. These are so, these are so awesome. Are you serious right now? So they're being assholes and creeps. So I was all like, okay. Guys, it's not going to happen more than once. Oh, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm yelling at the microphone, guys. I'm so sorry. I am. Um, yeah. The freaking forum is being stupid. Okay, here we go. So we were getting like, come on, what is happening here? Cut this out. All right. OMG. You know what this is? This is so stupid. This is because this is actually forwarded. Gosh, you guys are stupid. Oh, I'm sorry, not you guys. But like, I don't want to go through this. Okay? What? God. Uh, because like, I forwarded that from another. Go away. Ah. Uh. It's like all these pop-ups, bro. And all I wanted to do was finish reading the forum. Uh, shit. Okay. I don't understand that. So just a camera. Okay. So moving forward. Oh, now we should be able to just. Okay. I'm so sorry, guys. That's probably why I should kind of like, okay. And this is a, so it's a learning lesson because all of this stuff is new to me. My consumer rate is a year old, but that consumer rate is like nothing like this at all. They're all the channels are different. So, which makes it more fun. Makes it absolutely amazing for me because I am, um, I am one that has a short attention span. And I didn't actually always know that. Um, I just kind of sort of thought. Um, I don't know. I guess I never really thought about it. I just kind of thought that. Um, I never really concentrated on it. It just. I just knew that I could do whatever I wanted to do. As if I tried hard enough. You know what I mean? And I also just knew that like nothing was permanent. Nothing's forever. Um, except for and hopefully the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> Because once I get in there, I don't want to go anywhere else. You know what I mean? Seriously. So, um, yeah. So let's see here. Uh, wow. Okay. So they're doing. So that's a. So that was that. On that, I was looking for. Okay, so someone says, Conan Dewart says, the creepiest and most evil psychological trick is gaslighting. Gaslighting is the act of lying to a person about things that they themselves experienced or saw. 
it is particularly confounding and frustrating when it is done in an argument between two people, when the gaslit person has been wronged, it can make them feel like there is no justice for them. It can also make a person doubt his or her sanity. When done regularly in front of other people, it can make others doubt the sanity of the gaslit person. It's a brutal form of abuse. And despite the irrationality of it, it can be very effective. Example, you invite a friend over for dinner. While you're eating, you drop your glass and break it. You clean it up and then immediately tell your friend that it's okay that they broke the gla- their glass. Who insists that they broke their glass, but say it's okay? From then on, you tell the story of how they broke your nice glass and never paid for it or apologized. It's horrific and cruel. <laughs> what the heck? Bro, I'm so... Bro, that sounds like... Uh, that's personal... That's not... Okay. Like, this lady just used Reddit as a... You just wanted to bring up some situation you had with your friend about a glass. And it and, 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 and to the point that you brought it to the... To the down to cruel... Bashish Mukai says sticky fingers the physics of the body can be used to trick people's minds our bodies are capable of bizarre and bewildering behaviors oh it's like oh my gosh I'm so mute. um exploring these can be a fun way to confuse your friends family uh, let's see how this trick is done this one can be done alone or with another person first you need to clasp your hands together not together as though you are praying, but to interlock your fingers and bend them as though you would if you were holding someone's hand. You then put your two index fingers, four fingers, out straight, leaving a small gap between them so they are not touching while keeping your hands clasped together and the rest of your fingers interlocked. Usually, what you'll find after just a few seconds is that your index fingers will slowly start closing in on each other until eventually they touch. This is an automatic response and can only be avoided by purposely making the effort, which is actually more difficult than you would expect. When asking another person to do this, you can pretend to tie an invisible piece of string around their index fingers, thereby giving them the illusion that they are doing it. Result, the principle behind how this trick works is idiomotor, movement, or idiomotion. The trick works opposite to how you normally position and use your fingers. It confuses your senses and causes a double take. The pendulum. One common myth myth is that the gender of an unborn child can be predicted by swinging a pendulum over a pregnant mother's womb. Bitch, I wish you would. Obviously, this technique would be useless in modern times, even if it did work, because we can now do this with ultrasound. Nevertheless, this same principle can be used to confuse your friends. How the trick is done. Make a pendulum by tying a coin or a key to a piece of string. Assign yes to clockwise and no to counterclockwise. And then ask the pendulum questions. Of course, all the movements are a result of idiomotion and are carried out subconsciously. But this very same principle could in fact be used to turn the pendulum into a lie detector. Simply ask your friend or family member to hold the pendulum and ask them a question, but tell them to only answer it in their mind. If they hold that answer in their mind, the pendulum will usually begin to rotate either clockwise or or anti-clockwise based on their answer. Result, the participant is actually moving the pendulum themselves. 
they just don't consciously realize it. Real lie detectors work in a similar way. This mind trick is based on idiomotion, meaning that the subject makes motions unconsciously. Ooh, I love that one, that's very awesome. So here, here they have an obstacle illusion. So that's something that we would, I would actually have to show you guys. And I'm not doing that. Um. So we'll move on. That was fun. That's really fun. I actually like that. Let me see what's going on here. Um, in the stream. Okay. That's pretty cool. I don't know how much of this. I need to see how much of my real. Okay. I think I have like. I don't know, but I'll I'll restart it soon. Let me see. says mind reading number five mind reading the carrot trick is quite a popular and effective one but don't question why or how it works it just does how the trick is done write down the word carrot on a piece of paper give it to your friend but tell them not to look at it yet let them hold on to it so they know there's no cheating going on next ask them What's a one plus one? And wait for them to answer. Ask what's two plus two? And wait for them to answer. Keep going until you get to eight plus eight. After they answer, ask them to name a vegetable. Results, 90% of the time they will think of a carrot. They don't realize it, but their answer is already there on the piece of paper you gave them. These mathematical tricks are tools used by mentalists to read people's minds. We have two brain functions. When the higher cognitive function is distracted, we revert to a very suggestive state of mind. Some think that this trick works because the counting reminds us of children's books, etc. And carrots are the most common vegetable we learn about as, the, as US kids. That said, how exactly it works is frequently under debate. Awesome. Mind tricks work because they run counter to the established thought patterns that you are used to. The narratives we create in our heads are not the same as the formulation of the conscious mind. Our sense of reality is split and can be easily manipulated. Number six, mind reading number two. Every day we deal with numbers and letters. No matter how smart or educated we think we are, these two things can easily be used to confuse us. We spend so much time thinking linearly about numbers and letters that our desire for logic can easily be manipulated. How the trick is done. This is quite a popular one. Get someone to think of a number between one and 10. Once they've selected, tell them to multiply that number by nine. If they're then thinking of a number with two digits, tell them to add those two digits together. Then tell them to subtract five. Next, Tell them to assign a letter of the alphabet to that number where A equals 1, B equals 2, C equals 3, etc. Tell them to think of a country beginning with that letter. Then ask them to think of an animal using the second letter of the country they are thinking of. Then tell them to think of the color of that animal. Result. You then tell them that they are thinking of a gray elephant from Denmark. Smarter people can come up with answers which are a little more imaginative. You've got to know your audience. 
The math computations your participants are doing here are just intended to confuse their minds. Basically, after all these calculations, you'll get one answer, and that is four. And then the letter that corresponds to it is D. When you are told to think of any country that begins with that letter, the first one that comes into most other people's minds is Denmark. From there, you are advised to skip that letter and move to the next one, which leads you to the letter E. Now you are told to think of an animal that begins with that letter. The first animal that comes to your mind is an elephant. When you consider it, its color, you get gray. In conclusion, you have a color gray, the animal elephant, and the country Denmark. More simple and easy mind tricks? Stay tuned, like no. <laughs> that was pretty that was pretty cool. Uh it was a bit elaborate. I did not mentally um record any of that in my mind. Um that's a bit much. Mm. But I'm mad at you. I mad at you. I amen. Alright, let me see if I'm gonna make the Yeah, podcasting is pretty cool. I really, actually really like this. Um, let me see. Make sure I'm still here. <laughs> okay. And hopefully we're not too loud. Um, oh my gosh, I'm going to love this. I'm going to love editing this, I think. I feel like. You know what's crazy? Every time every time I start like the podcast, like literally every time, I'm like, oh gosh, it's not going to be that good. You know what I mean? It's gonna be that. I don't know if it's gonna be good or not. Different like things, and then it always wound up being absolutely amazing. Like to me, in my mind, it's like great. <laughs> and I'm so glad people are finally catching on over there in Kutumi Arena. Can't wait until it starts happening over here. It starts happening, yeah, so awesome. Um, moving forward, let's go on to our last creepy psychological trick, and then we are going to move forward. Um, with socially unacceptable behavior i think it's a socially unacceptable behavior or socially unacceptable behavior. not really show uh, controlling people with your eyes do you have any friends who always take the lead when we when walking do they move too fast or get too bossy when going somewhere the trick is always a fun one to play how the trick is done if a person wants to go a certain way and if they are looking at you try looking in the opposite direction Exaggerate your gait and the speed of your walking to seem like you're in a hurry. This will confuse them further. Result, chances are that person will start walking in the opposite direction or stand there befuddled. Confuse people's hearing. Oh, okay, that was it. Oh, that's for short one. Okay. All right, that's it. That, that's totally it. We'll be here forever with that. Oh my gosh, it's so amazing. Um, so. By a patient. Hmm. Let me see. All right, I want to. Okay, cool. Let's see this. Oh gosh, this is crazy. Want to lose weight and lower your BMI? Start simple, intermittent fasting, according to Fingerland. Oh, wow. Stranger things. Okay, guys. So I'm gonna go back here. There was something I was so interested in. I don't know if okay cool what is it like 
So this is like a question. This is not about socially acceptable behavior, <laughs> but it could. I don't know. What is it like to be? What is it like to be discreetly wealthy? Dave Dean says <laughs> it's painful. I used to work at Mercedes Benz when I was young, and one day the CEO owner, the CEO and owner, calls me to his office and asks me to teach his son computers and software. Okay, I'm gonna let go. I hope it's not deleted. Uh, that's where I made my mistake last time. I was wondering about it. She designed computers and software after work hours for extra money, of course. His son was only a few years younger than me, and eventually we became friends. After his college, he started working at his father's company. Now, this is a silver spoon guy that was born into a very wealthy family. Yet, his father wanted him to work everywhere in the company, so he gets familiar with all the parts of the company and eventually utilizes this information to improve things. First year, he was sent to work in the warehouse, worst place to work in by far very hard physical labor dirty and noisy and just very tough people to work with too he was not used to it now those were different times where warehouses were not yet automated it was not amazon so it was not a nice place to work a nice place to work at and it was regarded hard work even for a regular joe none of the employees knew who he was they did not know he he will own that company in just a few years and they did not know how wealthy he was i talked to him a lot in those days he was suffering, no doubt. He could not stop complaining to me every single day. He hated the uniforms he had to wear, the food in their cafeteria. He hated people screaming at him. He hated the smell there. He just hated everything. He kept saying, I didn't know people like this exist. Why do we hire them? As he never really met poor people before. That's what he called them. Though those were not really poor people, but hardworking people with jobs. He always talked about wanting to go back home, leaving. He missed his home constantly, terribly, and he was not even allowed to use his new car, so other employees don't treat him differently. But that's what his father wanted. And though he did not understand why he respected his father, he feared him. About a year later, he was moved from there to upper management, not before three guys from warehouse were fired. Coincidence? I think not. Wow. What the fuck? That's a little furp derp. Um, so before I read the comments, I'm gonna make sure we're good in this now. I... Okay, yeah, I gotta start the real Um, let me start the real. Guys, Ugh, shitty shit sisters. Yeah, I'm not I'm not feeling that at all. I mean, here's the thing. Here's what I'm not feeling. I'm not feeling that because he's working there and he's going to office. Like it was just put out there to us that he's going to get an automatic automatic push to upper management. And then while you're working there, you don't know that. You don't know this guy's like, do you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I just don't know how I feel about that. And then People are just think that they're talking to their coworkers about shit. See, this is the reason why I actually don't go. See, I'm the guy, I'm the little guy that's always fighting for all the other little guys. I'm gonna make the blah blah blah. So, guys, for all of my uh, kings and queens out there, when I say I'm gonna make the blah 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 and it gets like quiet, that's because I had to like pause or 
the mic or leave off the thing for some second because I have really bad uh, allergies and also I got other stuff going on and shit in this cubicle room studio situation thing I got going on. Some jerk off. Never mind. I'm not going to say that. Moving forward. Um, yeah. So I don't know how I feel about that. So you think that you're talking to like your coworkers, just like whatever, like about your job. And then you got this guy sitting here and you know, so you're talking about the boss who's his dad. And I just think that's a little bit messed up. So then they get fired because this kid takes it personal. And Oh, what about the fact that he hates his job anyway? And he does not want to be there. How is that okay? He's going to be a creep. He's going to be like, bro, as soon as I get up, man, I'm going to fire this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. For all other kinds of reasons. Like, he literally referred to them as poor people. When, like, the person that reported it said they're just poor jobs. Like, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I think it's a very, very interesting story, though. Uh, I think it's very great of the father to do that certainly certainly teach your kids morals and values because as you can see it's the reason why the world is going shot to shit today i don't know what happened to what parents and or grandparents at what time but you know what honestly maybe times just got really hard and they were like hey souls are for sale you know what i mean so all right let's get into the comments z young lee Reddit user Zayong Lee says, <laughs> I would say working in warehouse is 100 times better than harvesting corns one by one with bare hands, which I did every summer since 10 until I went to university. And I said, and then I said his name is Zayong Lee and I started talking like that, so that's a little bit so much like that. So then we'll just say, you know, like that. All right, moving forward. Reddit user David Dean says, I agree. But you do not live in a mansion. Oh, David Dean is the one that wrote the thing. But you do not live in a mansion with a huge tree inside the house. I remember first time coming to his house. I was blown away. I could not even imagine in my wildest dreams such homes exist. My point is, when you're that rich, living such a life with all the luxury you can imagine, even a warehouse is hell on earth. It may have been more painful for him than to you just because of the shock. Young Lee goes even further and says, well, my point is the pain to deal with tough stuff parents put their kids through is not necessarily a rich kid's problem. Parents, once they actually try to do their job, kids more often than not will not like what they are asked to do. I didn't like harvesting corns, corns at all. My kids apparently didn't enjoy the coding class I put them in. All right. You go, Lee. Kinzo variant replied, Hey, I also put my kid to coding class too. And he complained every single day. So I feel you. Awesome. Robin Worth replied to that. I'm so jealous, you guys. I would have loved getting put into a coding class. <laughs> and Alexander Ezeroff replied to that. Agreed. My school supposedly had coding classes. Was every year when I tried to sign up, guys, why were now on coding classes? But every year when I tried to sign up for one, I was denied and had to sign up for something else because of insufficient enrollment. 
late 90s relatively well-to-do neighbourhood in highly ranked school. Robin Worth replied to that. Well, it may be showing my age a bit, but I did take basic programming on TRS-80 as an elective at high school, but that's not quite the same as getting put in programming classes as described. We were upper middle class, but it was never offered to me as any sort of an option. <laughs> guys, you guys are like, what is wrong? All right. So I think we're getting back on track here with, I can relate, Dave. Everything is relative, subjective and personal. Each person deals with things differently depending on their upbringing, education, environment, conditioning. Thanks for sharing this story. I hope the young man grew up to be a great CEO. Oh, me too, Shirley. I do agree with that. I do feel the same way, ultimately. All right, let's move on, guys. Socially acceptable behavior. Is any of this socially acceptable? You guys are starting conversations within conversations within conversations. All right, I can't. This is just, you'll be here all day with this. Do you know what Reddit, oh my gosh, Reddit must be absolutely like booming in the numbers there. All right, let me see here. Some social rules, oh. So that's the same thing as if you think about it the opposite way. Right, let's go here. Um, social rules that may help you. Why am I talking like this still? I don't know, but I'm all into it now and I like it. Because you know, sometimes I can get into this one and the other times I can do Betty Blue and that's a Southern accent. And I don't want to do that because if I, if I start that, then I'll be on that train and it gets a little bit freaky and confusing for my brain. And I've got a gentle mental. Shout out to Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Mellow. Some social rules that may help you. Don't call someone more than twice continuously. Oh, I've totally fucked up my entire life. Um, if they don't pick up your call, presume they're having something important to attend. Two, return money that you've borrowed, even before the person. And we must um click on there. there. But I'm so glad we're actually busy doing something. So I don't have to just sit here continuously blow it. You know what I mean? Because then that's when my will just breaks down. Oh, right, here we go. Uh, number two. Return the money that you've borrowed even before the person borrowed you. Remember, or, or even before the person that borrowed you, remember or ask for it. It shows your integrity and character. Same goes with umbrellas, pins, and lunchboxes. All right. Number three, never order the expensive dish on the menu when someone is giving you a lunch or dinner. Oh, I have so, sh oh, I have fucked up. OMG. So, I have broken a lot. So far, I've broken two out of three. Out of three. Oh my gosh, am I socially unacceptable? <gasps> That's the reason. Unbelievable. So it's not just the fact that I'm in a, an intelligent person. It turns out that I'm also socially unacceptable. My behavior. Oh, all right. Don't ask a awkward... Well, you don't... You know what? It's not... If you take me to a cheap restaurant 
and I get the most expensive dish on the menu, it's only because that was the most decent thing they had to eat. I don't eat trash food. I prepare Caribbean food, Afghan food, Nepali food, uh, and and even um, Southern. Oh, all right. Did I say Caribbean and Mexican? Out of here. Get out of here. You're going to take me to Red Robin and you think I'm not going to order the free cheesesteak that you can blow me. I'm so sorry if I'm getting really loud like that. All right, moving forward. Number four. Don't ask awkward questions like, oh, so you aren't married yet? Or, don't you have kids? Or, why didn't you buy a house? <laughs> or, why don't you buy a car? Or, for God's sake, it isn't your problem. <laughs> awesome. Well, I didn't break any one of those rules because that is completely... Well, because you know why that's rude. Not a rude person. A bit socially unacceptable in the behavior area, but no, not rude at all. Moving forward. Always open the door for the person coming behind you. It doesn't matter if it is a guy or girl, or senior or junior. You don't go small by treating someone well in public. Hmm. Let's read that again. Always open the door for the person coming behind you. It doesn't matter if it is a guy or girl, senior or junior. You don't grow small by treating someone well in public. Oh, I like that. Undoubtedly. Indubitably. Numero seis. If you take a taxi with a friend and he helps, and he or she helps pay now, try paying next time. Of course. Numero seven. Respect different shades of opinions. Remember what six to you will appear nine to someone facing you. Besides, second opinion is good for an alternative. I absolutely agree. Number eight, never interrupt people talking. Allow them to pour it out. As they say, hear them all and filter them all. Number nine, if you tease someone and they don't seem to enjoy it, stop it and never do it again. It encourages one to do more, and it shows how appreciative you are. Number 10. Say thank you when someone is helping you. Of course. You're an asshole if you don't. Number 11. Praise publicly. Criticize privately. <gasps> Absolutely. But what do you... But on the count of celebrity um, forums and... Um, because I said I wasn't going to do the um, celebrity news and things like that. But for some reason, YouTube just kind of gets you into that little area over there uh, in some sort of way. Um, well, it's got me a little bit over there because I'm Um, I mean, it's kind of not just even the, the celebrities, though. I mean, it's, it's criticism on the shows. It's criticism. It's what it is. So maybe that does, oh, we're still talking about socially acceptable behavior. Oh, perfect. Not YouTube moving forward. Um, number 12. There's almost never a reason to comment on someone's weight. Just say you look fantastic. If they want to talk about losing weight, they will. I love that one. When someone shows you a photo on their phone, don't swipe left or right. You never know what's next. Absolutely. If a colleague, number 14. If a colleague tells you they have a doctor's appointment, 
Don't ask what it's for. Just say, I hope you're okay. Don't put them in the uncomfortable position of having to tell you their personal illness. If they want you to know, they'll do so without your inquisitiveness. Totally agreed. See what we're going on down here. Perfect. Moving forward. Where are we? Right here. <gasps> oh, that's our way. Alright. Number 15. Treat the cleaner with the same respect as the CEO. Nobody is impressed at how rude you can treat someone below you, but people notice you if you treat them with respect. Number 16. If a person is speaking directly to you, staring at your phone is rude. Absolutely, totally, 100% agreed. I can't wait to finish this live stream so that I can make a clip of it and put that on Twitter. Number 18. Sorry. Number 17. Never give advice until you're asked. Oh, well, I mean, I've broken that rule a few times, but maybe that's why I've lost friends. Number 18. When meeting someone after a long time, unless they want to talk about it, don't ask them their age and salary. Never, 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 never. And that's something us as melanated people, we do not follow those rules at all. And it's a damn shame. You'll never know my age, bastards. Because I don't ever feel it anyway. And so, by golly, I won't look at moving forward. Number 20. Remove your sunglasses if you are talking to anyone in the street. It is a sign of respect. More so, eye contact. Um, I, more so, eye contact is as important as your speech. And, number 21. Never talk about your riches in the midst of the poor. Similarly, don't talk about your children in the midst of the barren. Awesome, I love it. Oh, cheerio, mate. And number 22. After reading a good message, try to say thanks for the message. Appreciation remains the easiest way of getting what you don't have. Ah. I love that one. Oh, and we've reached the end because I do think after this is just like an advertisement. I'll go and I'll read it and see what you guys think about that. I say, a metaphor. Oh, and we've just about reached the end of the show. Too. Oh my gosh! Do you know what? I do not. I do plan the shows normally. I did not plan this one to a T. I simply did the thumbnail, and um, I picked two topics right i tucked it away somewhere and then i pulled it out when i was ready to go and go live i absolutely did not know that this is gonna go like this guys this is so good to be i love to say more you more uh let's see here so yeah i'll read this message and you see if you can figure it out i think it's just a thing that's advertisement um appreciate okay gift from the universe this can change your life if you've ever been curious about who you truly are, then this is something that you need to see. The universe is ready to spill all of our secrets, find out what's in store for you based on your date of birth and your answers to the questions you will discover what the future holds for you through the personalized archetype reading. You don't have to pay anything for the reading and your personal information will not be shared with third parties. Click here. This is Dasha. Thank you for reading. Awesome, Dasha. So, I actually very much enjoyed those were 22 socially 
at social rules and if you're doing anything outside of that then damn it bastard you are socially unacceptable <laughs> and um i want to thank you guys for joining me it has been awesome i i'm actually sleepy now and i don't even think it's that late oh kind of is i'm actually sleepy and i still gotta run to the store and i gotta braid my hair i don't know if i'm gonna do that tonight though or tomorrow mm, not really sure let's see here gonna get this in it for you know what um string guard is easier string guard is easier than zoom so what i'm probably gonna have to do is um yeah probably just gonna have to go all pro with stream yard i like zoom though i like zoom for the interviews and so we will continue to do that with that guys thank you so much for joining me you know that i don't like saying goodbye and if you don't know now you know no see i didn't say it no <laughs> sorry guys i i can be so socially inappropriate and unacceptable but I love you guys for accepting me. And um, I'll see you next time on Reddit Radio Rewind. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm.